into minute 158 of the Great Escape Minute, the daily podcast where we dig into the Great Escape one minute at a time. I'm Rob, and joining me again today on this lovely Wednesday is Hugh Keen from the National Treasure Minute. Welcome back to the show, Hugh. Thanks. I'm enjoying this great February weather right now. Episode 158 begins with a serene feel of a street that is quickly broken by two men running down the street. And goes all the way till we see Roger contemplating what to do as he comes uh, across a small barbed wire fence. So, as we were discussing yesterday, Roger and Mac were about to get on a bus, and Mac slipped up and responded in English, an English language question from the Gestapo van, which basically let the cat out of the bag, and then the two of them took off in haste in order to try not to be captured. Yep. So they, we, we got a shot of them running down the street yesterday. They ran past our horse and buggy. And then, then we, we get to see the Germans who are chasing after them. And then at this point, we get to see another street, which is obviously just, I guess, a continuation of the street that we were watching yesterday. And we get this very... It, it, I, I like the fact that the, the music stays somewhat the same, but the, the look of the street is very quiet and calm and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's only for like two seconds that we get to see this, this calm street because quickly we see the two of them running down from the end of the street. But but it's also, it's a great shot. You know, the camera is set up perfectly at the end of the street or towards the end of the street. And we can see everything that's going on in the street. And then we just see the two of them coming down the street, basically panicking mm-hmm. because they're trying to find some way to hide and stay safe. Now, to me, what's interesting is, is that usually... If you're running down a street like this and you think that someone's chasing you, you first have to see that if there's anybody right behind you. I yeah. Mean, they're, they're running frantic, frantically, but nobody is behind them. Mm-hmm. You'd think that they would try to slow down and, you know, try to blend in. Because if you're running down the street this way, you're definitely, you know, letting everyone know that, that someone is after you. Someone's looking yeah. for you. That's true. Well, it even gives other people opportunities to stop you, you know, that yes. aren't authorities. Exactly. So. Completely. <laughs> And then basically they, you know, begin checking doors along the street to see if anything is open. Now, uh, first of all, what, what what do you think they would do if they actually found one open? Yeah, I you know it's, it's I don't someone's know. house or it's or it's a business or whatever it is. You know, you walk in there and what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if there's people in there, that's just another problem. I mean, if you were able to, if it was like a closed business, I guess you could find cover. But, but why would a closed yeah. business have a door open? Ah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, I was confused too. I was like, I don't know why they're why they're even trying doors. But yeah. and and they, and they try a lot of doors. You know, it's not yeah. like they just try one. You know, we see them. They and they, they they try frantically at these doors. You know, as they're they're continuing down the street, checking the doors. I mean, they 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 check what I think three doors. You basically get them to see, and then uh, you know Mac looks around. He's very scared, and he's looking to see if anyone's chasing after them, which, again, we don't see anyone chasing after them. Yeah. And you don't hear any sirens? So, like... No, no sirens. You don't hear yeah. cars coming. You don't hear shouts, stop, or I'm going to shoot, or something yeah. like that. They continue. Then we get another shot of another end of the street, I guess. It's a continuation of the same street, supposedly. And then, you know, they're, they're looking around, trying to figure out where they should go, where they can go. What, what, what I found really interesting is throughout this entire movie, these are the two characters that, are, that have nerves of steel. You know, they're, they're, everything that they're doing and they're saying, they're, they're, they're 
they're on on spot about everything. They know how to deal with things. They know, how, and here we get to see them in frantic mode, which shows a contrast. It shows that that you can, as prepared as you want to be, as you can be before you go do anything, you're never fully prepared. And here are two characters, which you know, the, both Gordon Jackson and Richard Attenborough do a great job making these characters seem so scared because you know they're supposed to be fearless or we think of them as fearless but but they're not they they know that something might happen to them and as they're going down this street frantically a a bike rider pops out of a side alley really quickly and mac just bumps right into him i mean (laughs) what's funny is if you look at it you can see that gordon jackson actually stops a second before hitting him and like lifts up his hands, meaning yeah. he's, he's anticipating. Yes, I. I also the, noticed he uh, almost he almost recorrects so that he can hit the guy on the body, like. Yes. Um, I yeah, thought it was they, great. They, stuff they do that really like well. the 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 guy on the bike was prepared and he was already off the bike basically before anybody hits the ground, um, so like he didn't hold on too long, <laughs> and then. Right. Also, when I was watching it, I just, like, do you think they actually got the actor to do this stunt? I was just about to ask you the same question. Do you think it's Gordon no. Jackson doing the stunt? Or I don't, I think, I think the camera's far enough away. I, well, if the camera's far enough away, I can't see his face in the first place. But uh, I don't think, I don't think he did it. Because in the next scene, um, well, there's continuity again. Because this, the the street here, when he hits the guy on the bike, is completely shaded. Mm-hmm. And then on the next cut, you see him lying on his butt and there's sunshine. Oh, the wow. I didn't, I didn't notice that. that that's great. And, and so they obviously shot him getting up from the ground in a different set, like different time of day or something from when he hit the guy. Right. Um, but, uh, I don't, yeah, I think they got a stunt guy to run into the guy on the bike. Right. And again, he doesn't really even look like he runs into him. They're very close. You know, and and yeah. if if you look very carefully, you see that that Mac is turned in the other direction. He's not even going straight anymore. Right before yeah. he hits the bike. Yeah. But as you said, I, the guy on the bike falls off really well, really quickly. Yeah, I think it's just funny because it's like I think this is probably something that could, in real life, could you could sidestep this. Because <laughs> like he, it's not like he's looking. He's not looking back. On, like behind his shoulder the whole time he's running and then turns around and slams the bike there's at least five steps there where he's looking forward no you, know? you see that he looks off to the left a little bit okay but but what's funny is he looks off to the left where the bike rider is coming from yeah you know he's not even looking off uh, he's not looking in a different direction yeah, yeah, that's that you true. say yeah. okay he, he he wasn't paying attention and therefore it happened i mean this is what yeah. he was doing yeah, when I was when I was looking at this stunt, I was wondering how many times they did it, because um, it's possible if it was the actual actor that they just did it once and they were like, "Well, that was great," and then they were just done. Yeah. Um, but if they did it with a stunt double, I wonder how many times they did this to make it look good. Right, that's very true. I mean, I, I, like I heard it. I heard at some point that they only had three stuntmen in this movie that would constantly redo all of the you know, all the stunts that they needed. Meaning it's, that at the beginning of the week when we were talking about those three German uh, officers that were killed, you know, in the French cafe, so apparently those were the three. Stuntmen. Oh, really? <laughs> That's do what you I think, heard. Do you know if they used the... Those were the same guys that jumped off the 
buildings at the beginning into the back of the trucks. They they had to have been if they only used three three something, it must they must yeah. all be the same ones. Interesting. You know, I don't think they I don't think they had the real actors jump off the buildings into the into the yeah. trees. I think that would have been a little little too dangerous for for the real actors to do at the time. So yeah, it's a it's a good question as to whether this is really Gordon Jackson or not. Yeah, I I, I think it's as this six of, six of one half a dozen of the other, meaning it could go either way. Yeah, you know, not really sure which it is, but he's they still do a nice job of this uh, this little mm-hmm. stunt. Yeah, especially it's very effective because of the way the guy flips off the bike. Yeah, you know, there's no question about that. And then we see Roger stop as the as as Mac hits the the bike uh, the bike rider skids to a halt as yes. he's uh, looking back. And they 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 change the music a little bit here also. The music gets a little more suspenseful, you know, to to raise the stakes a little bit. Mm-hmm. And at this point, Roger looks back and is debating. You know, they they give us another shot of uh, just Roger looking back at Mac on the ground, and there's like this German woman standing on the side of the street, also looking, trying to figure yeah, out what's going on. Yeah, I just on. noticed that. <laughs> That's funny. At this point, Roger, you see on his face that he's contemplating what is he supposed to do. Is he supposed to stay and help, or is he supposed to just you know is it every man for himself? And I think they realize that it, you know. It's always every man for himself. Now, did did you notice that the the guy that was on the bike is lying on the ground holding his head? Yeah, I did notice that. His like, face almost, yeah. Yeah, right? he like puts his head hand on the top of his head. And then, mm-hmm. he, then he covers his face a little bit, yeah. Yeah. And at this point, Mac gets up and tries to, to get a hold of himself again. And for some reason, runs in the opposite direction. I guess he's a little disoriented. Yeah, and he also doesn't take the bike. He Which, doesn't pick the bike, and he doesn't pick up his hat. Yeah. He's going to get sunburnt. <laughs> like, if you're that desperate, take the bike. I mean, that's I feel like that's something we would see in more modern-day action movies. Yeah. Where it's like they're trying to utilize anything they get their hands on. Uh, right, but, but I think it also helps here the fact that, that to show how disoriented he is about everything that just happened. You know, he's yeah. not thinking clearly. Yeah. And when you don't think clearly, that that's when you get caught. You know, that's when you're going to run into problems. That's true. I think that's the way. That's, that's what they're trying to show here. And then we get another shot of Roger looking at him, and then we see Roger looking both ways, trying to decide, do I stick around or do I go? And at this point, he realizes, all right, he's got to get out of there. So he starts running off. And then we get Mac within the same area, you know, running back and forth. And now we now we actually can see that there are a bunch of German soldiers chasing after them. Mm-hmm. Uh, surprisingly, none of them have guns. Or, sorry, that's not true. The, uh, the, the, the first ones don't have guns. Yeah. There are a few behind them that, that, that are running with their guns. And they, they basically chase him into a corner, and you know he hits a, a door that he's not able to open. And I, I like the way that he basically, you know, he feel, he knows that he's backed up in a corner, but he's not ready to give up. And he decides to just hurl himself at them in order to try to make one last effort to break free. Yep. When he gets caught by the by the guards, that's just really, really bad acting by Gordon Jackson. I love Gordon Jackson. and I've seen him in numerous movies and stuff like that. And he's great in this movie. But this particular scene and this action, reaction that he gives is just horrendous. You, you mean like when he tries to break through them? Yeah. You know, it looks like he's trying to play Red Rover and he's just... Yeah. Uh, 
a little a little too frustrated that he's not able to. <laughs> it's it's there's a lot of overacting. Yeah, I get. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, and then the 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 two two soldiers grab him and and pull him up and you know basically bang him up against the wall and reach into his pocket. Now, how did they know which which pocket to take his his passport or his papers from? Uh-huh. One of them takes out his... Because yeah, it's not as if they, 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 they got it on their first try. Um, it... <laughs> You're right. Uh, um, maybe it's a rule uh, in the army that you only carry your, I don't know, credentials in your uh, pocket on your it's very left possible. breast. <laughs> ah, but, but again, this is a... A, an army issue uniform that has been tailored to look like a regular thing. So it's <laughs> possible that it would be a little different. And plus, he's he's wearing. If that's the case, he's he's actually wearing uh, what's Allied clothes. He's not wearing German clothes. Germans, unless the Germans know that that's where you know the Allies always keep it. Maybe maybe the style of the Jacks then only had a pocket there. Uh... I don't know. <laughs> Something that we shall never know. <laughs> yeah, and you know he he looks completely he he's he's broken down at this point. He breaks down. He realizes that's it. He's been caught. You know he he made every effort and he couldn't. And then the the shot changes a little bit, and we see the yeah. the rooftops of a whole bunch of different buildings in this area. So my first question is, and and one second, and then a few uh, within a few seconds we see that Roger is running over them. So how did he get on a rooftop so quickly? Yep. Yeah, I also wondered this. I was wondering if they were trying to use this as like can it was supposed to convey passage of time as in like maybe this is later that day. That could be. Like maybe he's been running all day and he just got on the rooftops. Cause I was like, it would be hard like right. unless there's just a stairway up to the roof, I don't know how you would you know. It doesn't you couldn't quickly climb a bit scale a building. Yeah, and if he wasn't able to get into a building, so then how would he get up on top of a roof of a building and stuff like that? Yeah. So yeah, it, uh, it's a, a little little interesting about that. It's a nice touch because it shows you know that uh, he has found another way and place to, to to try to hide from from the various guards that are chasing after him. But still, yeah, as he's running across the the rooftop, he reaches a small little barbed wire fence. And basically stops right in front of it, looking both ways, trying to figure out what he's going to do. And then he actually grabs the barbed wire with his hand. Yes. Which uh, would be quite painful. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have a note about this because we see more of it in the next minute. But, like, he ends up getting over this barbed wire. And it is, like, the fastest I've ever seen anyone get over barbed wire. Cause hey, come on. He's a big X. I guess that's true, but every time I try to step over barbed wire, you know, you got to look look where you place your hand because you got to find an open space, and then you usually have to hold it down so it doesn't snag on your pants. But he's just like, he just goes for it. <laughs> he just gets it in. Yeah, completely. Now, wait a second. How many times have you had to go over barbed wire? <laughs> um, Sounds like an interesting story is about to be uh, come out of this. Um. I do a lot of disc golfing, if you know what that is. Uh, no, and what's disc golfing? Like frisbee golf. Okay. So like golf with frisbees, essentially. And a lot of those courses are built on like the edges of parks. So there will be private land 
mm-hmm. with fences and throw your disc over the fence out of bounds and you don't want to lose it, then you have to trespass to get it back. Uh-huh. And so oh, wow. I have climbed over barbed wire fences just to save my uh, Frisbees before. Uh, but, I mean, it's what comes with being a amateur player. If I was a pro, I just wouldn't be throwing over the fences, but... And you probably wouldn't be in those type of fields, wouldn't you? You'd be playing on pro fields that probably don't have barbed wire yeah. around them. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. But also my my backyard at home, we've got it like where I grew up. Um, we had a farm on the backside of our backyard, and it was barbed wire fence. So if we ever lost anything, like, I don't know, a football or anything over that fence, we'd have to go get it. So I've, I have – some experience with barbed wire. Yeah. And yeah. I don't think not, I've ever had to climb over barbed wire in my life. It's just not a, I mean, it's, it can be a quick process if you like really need to get over it. Um, but like there's such a good sna- chance of snagging some piece of clothing that it's like, if you're wearing something you care about, you aren't going to go over that fast. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I can understand that. So, in other words, it, it's it's too bad that uh, Roger didn't have you with him at this yeah. point to be able to help him figure out how to get across this fence more effectively and more realistically. But you're right; he did just grab it, which like is pretty insane to me. <laughs> like, yeah, completely. Like, I mean, I guess if you're that desperate, you don't you might not feel things like that. But, but yeah, yeah, don't know. Thankfully, I've never been in Roger's situation. So I couldn't tell you <laughs> how desperate I would feel at that point. Yeah, and hopefully you haven't either when you're when you're trying to get your when you're trying to retrieve your frisbee from the other side of the fence. I have not exactly. All right, you have anything else you want to say about this minute? Um, let's see. I don't think so. I uh, mostly just wanted to talk about the stunt work. Um, and yeah, the the it bothered me how the shadows on the streets didn't line up, but obviously they just filmed this at different as we've are coming to find out about all the minutes we've talked about so far. Um, they really did a lot of piece work for this part of the movie. So Yeah, which when put together, it's done very well. Yeah. It's, it's not definitely... as if we can complain about it. I mean, it's, it's only when you're looking at a movie in this detail will you properly notice all of these different things. You know, most people, when you're watching a movie, you don't notice where the shadows are, especially something that's yeah. going by so quickly along the way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All yeah. right. So you want to tell people how they can get you? Yeah, you can find me at um, you can find me on Instagram at hugh underscore r three k. You can also find me at hughkeen.com. Um and you can also listen to uh, my movies by minute um, at nationaltreasureminute.podbean.com um, or possibly without the mm-hmm. Podbean. <laughs> um. um and yeah, uh, it's just me and my wife. And uh... all right, excellent. And while you're doing that, you can go contact us. You can send us an email at thegreatminute at gmail dot com. Our website is thegreatescapeminute dot com. Our Twitter account is greatescapemxm, and our Facebook group is the Cooler. So until tomorrow, tally ho, tally ho.